Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, now to the mighty Raiders uh, versus the Doggies. We'll speak out the Doggies first. Uh, Read money. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, uh, even, I mean, everyone knows we give this kid raps fucking constantly. Even I didn't take into account that he was playing with such a dominant seven that maybe that was not holding him back at all. But the game plan was stopping him from taking control of certain situations. On the weekend, and look, it's just one trial, but fuck, it was like a new man. You're going, holy shit. Like, and, and which is, it's stupid for us to say because we, we thought he, I, should have, I thought he should have played Origin a couple of years back. Like, so I'm, it's not me underestimating how good he is, but I thought there were parts of Reed Marnie's game that we hadn't really seen before on, on the weekend. There was, there was moments last year where Jeremy Marshall King was going so good, I was going... Have they made the right choice spending so much more money on getting Reed Marnie? But yeah. To be clear, so Reed Marnie's definitely the better player, but player, just the, the money. But the value you're yeah, getting yeah, out yeah. of Marshall King for what you would have been paying him <coughs> compared to what you would have paid to for get sure. Reed Marnie. Just want to save you in the comments because yeah, comments yeah, yeah, flying. Yeah, <laughs> um, fuck, I need some help in those comments. <laughs> God. Uh, but Reed Marnie, I, you got 15 minutes into this game and you went, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it now. There's levels. You're club captain and you're doing this shit. I get far it. Far out. Well, I just yeah. say, Campy, it's like when we talk about Hodjo going to the Eels and how because the halves are so dominant, the number nine at Parramatta is just dish, give early ball. Easy when it's particularly Reed Marnie because you've got probably the best service from dummy half in the competition. But now at the doggies where you go, oh, well, he'll have Birdo there who's a dominant half, but mm. Flano with him, uh, uh, pair him out the back. He can make this team his own, Carney. And, like, what have we not seen because of the players around him at the do- uh, Para? If he takes control of this and becomes the playmaker that what we saw on the weekend he can be, how much more does he have to his game that we don't oh, know about? That's what I mean. Like, Oof. how much have we underestimated this bloke? And, look, it's just one game, understandable. But, I, like, for example, I feel like a lot of the time when we were giving Marnie raps in the comments section, people were never negative about money, but it would always be like, yeah, it doesn't really have creativity around the ruck. doesn't really mm. run that much. That was the, the stopped him from being almost the perfect hooker. And then you watch on the weekend, you're like, creativity around the ruck? Like, fuck, he clearly has it. Yeah. He clearly has it. So it is going to be interesting to see, are, are we going to see like a new version of Reed? Like not just the fucking great service and incredible defense. Are we going to see a creative nine that's really tearing teams apart up the middle? Uh, another guy I want to shout out, and I'm going to shout him out quickly before anyone shouts him out, Franklin Pele. <laughs> Holy fuck. We might be on here, boys, with Pele. We were saying like he could be the difference in regards to 
what they need in the forward pack to have that next step. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I was very impressed. And all the stuff that I'd heard was that he, he wasn't going that well. Really? Canterbury, yeah, which is interesting. Like, he looked great to me. It's um, amazing. Nine runs, 120 metres. A tricis. And that, that's the beauty of him. You only need him for 10 minutes. Yeah. You just want to go nuts. He does need to be a big minute forward. Particularly, no. like, if he does get picked round one, it'll be off the bench. Like a 30-minute roll, sweet, go ham. Yep. 10 minutes is like ten minutes each half. Mm. Just go fucking skits. And he could break games open yeah. for you. Um, you know, I thought he had like that one error at the end where you're like, ooh, okay. But then then what he did was, which is great. So has a one error at the end. The six gets lippy for Raiders, which is typical fucking Canberra, honestly. <laughs> typical. Raiders <laughs> <Please. laughs> anyway, coughing it today. Uh, I need to start firing back a bit. Look, I don't appreciate what you said about Reese Walsh. That's yeah, all I'm yeah, going to say. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, T- so Raiders... Had a bit of ticker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raiders six gets lippy. Anyway, last play of the game, guess who shoots out of line and fucking jams the Raiders oh. six? Frank Pillow. And you go on, oh, shit. Um, and that's what you want to see. Like, if he makes an error, you want him to be angry. You want him to take it out on someone. Like, that's, that's his yeah. job. He's an aggressive – he's a dominant forward. Um, anyway, what do you think about the doggies? Uh, they looked like a team that had been together for years to me. I thought yeah. they looked really good. Um, mate, I was so happy to see Josh Reynolds out doing his thing. I absolutely love that. Um, <laughs> there was a moment there where he tackled the fullback, Xavier Savage, before he went off. And, like, he needs Savage in the head. His head was bleeding and everything. And Savage stayed down for a second. And Reynolds just got stuck into it. <laughs> I just fucking love that. Absolutely love it. I remember I had, um, I had Branko Lee on the podcast. And he told a story when he made his first grade debut. He, he dropped a bomb that came to him and, like, the ball hit the ground and he picked it up and was like, fuck, and went to give it over to Josh Reynolds. <laughs> Josh Reynolds, like, hit the ball out of his hand and just started ripping it <laughs> him. And he's like, fuck, it rattled the shit out of me. And he's like, I was filthy on him for years. And he said, when I got to Canterbury, I was so nervous about seeing him. And he was the first guy to come and hug me and put my arm around He's me. He's a legend. Yeah, he, he, just, he just took him in straight away. Um, and I just, I just loved it. Did you, did you see the footage of before the game? Canterbury was all in a circle. Mm. There was one voice. Yeah. It was Josh Reynolds. It's a great grub. It's exactly great how grub. it should be. Uh, who impressed you, Timmy? Jacob Preston, uh, with all yes. the hype he had wow. in the preseason. We've heard the last sort of month or so coming out of Belmore. Uh, he was excellent. <coughs> so so the, good, The man. dogs are just building up. I mean... Need to take a back seat in that the Raiders side that was named, give or take a couple of the forwards, middle forwards, it'll be a pretty unrecognisable team come round one and even next week. And Raiders are a very forward-heavy team. They are, big time. Uh, however, and the Doggies sent out a very strong side, uh, but you can only beat what's put in front of you. Their cohesion was great. As Guru said, they looked like they'd been playing together for years. Uh, but Preston, yeah, on the edge there, he was... Outstanding. If, as suspected, Fatal Mariner does spend a bit of time in the middle this year and it opens up a bit of an edge roll for Preston or Davey, uh, we could see a, a decent chunk of him. Shout out to Preston. He listens to the podcast. Oh, Presto. Shout out, bro. He said, uh, I love yours and Kempi's podcast, so that's unlucky for you. But. <laughs> yes, <laughs> After the uh, one that pointed him out. I was like, especially because I was the one who gave him the raps. You two he, pretenders jumped on board and then you get the love. He, he actually said before the game, we're going to towel up the Raiders just to give it to Timmy. Yeah. That's what he said. He knows my name, so that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. Just keep the field goal to win the Super Bowl. Oh, just so Paddy there. Mahomes. Yeah. Mate, that Paddy Mahomes, mate, he's incredible. I've never watched – he's incredible. 
Next, next Tom Brady. Don't fucking know. Good, isn't he? Can, can, mate, can, he's uh, fucking great, mate. Great eye, great arm. Can throw a pigskin and stuff. Can throw a pigskin, mate. Just great eye. You know, could be, those, could be absolutely anything. That Paddy Mahomes. Um, okay, so they what? They won by a conversion. Thirty-eight oh, like, to thirty-five. Holy yeah. shit! And was it the dying seconds they just did it? Yeah, eight seconds to go. Holy shit! Huge. What a Super Bowl! Also, I can't wait to watch Rihanna's halftime show. That'd be fucking <laughs> hectic. <laughs> I'm serious. I fucking love the halftime shows. It's like a part of the cult, a part of the like the mystique. Anyway, shout out Jacob Preston. What a game! Thanks for fucking rubbing it into Timmy. I actually think he did a sign, like he did like a T after. One of his big runs. You know, he's tried. Preston's and what he was saying, he was saying, just fucking dominated your team, bro. He could be super coach, round one, bottom dollar, starting edge back <laughs> rower. And I just, mate, you're not coming near my team. <laughs> you're dead to me, Jacob Preston. Um, look, I, like, the, the funny thing is, is that, okay, yes, the Doggies did roll out a much stronger team than the Tigers. But, like... They're probably two clubs that are about the same situation right now. They've both recruited really well. So I feel like it's a bit unfair. It probably is unfair on the Tigers. But I, I do think that, like, the Doggies have made a smarter decision here by rolling out a bit of a stronger team. Because they're in the same position, they need to play as much footy as they can together. And so I wonder whether did Tigers miss an opportunity to roll out a stronger team and build combinations? Great call. Because they've only got one game now. Yeah. And it, or, it just seems like... A masterstroke for the dogs. Not a masterstroke, almost common sense, but you just said it, Kempi, but getting these guys game time together. <clears throat> Massively. Like, Why not play in both trials? I yeah. get it's a long season. You don't get blokes to get injured, but you don't need to play for 40 minutes. You don't need to, like... 20, 20 minutes. 20 minutes, just a bit of time. Yeah, just together, yeah. that feel of the pace of the game. Cool. Like, for example, think of how different Kyle Flanagan feels today than he did on Friday. Playing with Reed Marnie, he looked good. It looked, it's, it's some of the best Cole looked. He looked confident, and I feel like that's only going to grow. Like, and they're again, they're basically in the same position. They've got a new number nine, Nappy Corsau. Um, it, it just would have been important to get Appy out there to just give them the pace of the game. And I know, look, Appy's had a really long year. Like, I'm, but just twenty minutes, even even okay, not even on the field. Okay, you, let's say you played him for ten minutes. Even just in the dressing rooms before he they go out to have Appy there saying do this I need you to do this I fucking need to do this. Um, again, I'm, I'm being harsh on the Tigers. I, maybe I was wrong uh, wrong to say that, but I do think they may have missed a little bit of a trick in not playing some of their better players. I just think that they're not like Penrith Storm and Roosters that can afford. Like even the Roosters played Lodge, they played Brandon Smith. Like, we're talking about the Roosters, the top tier. And granted, they waited until the start of the second half to put them on for 20 minutes. 20 minutes, brought them on. It matters. Whereas, like, I don't think Tigers are in the position to be like, it's a long year. It's like, look, if, if you guys gas out at the end of the year, then fair enough. But if, like, if you start the year poorly, it's just going to be a shit year the whole year for you. Like, if, if we're at the end of this year and Tigers fans go, we played incredibly for 20 rounds, but then we just gassed out, I think Tigers fans would be stoked with that. Whereas if you go into this new year with combinations not well, you'd be filthy. You'd be like, why weren't they playing a trial together? Anyway, sorry, sorry, Tigers fans, but I just, it was just a good comparison because the Bulldogs now, as a team, they've got to get a lot of confidence from that. Again, they weren't playing a full-strength Raiders side. Yes, their side was probably a little bit stronger than the Raiders, but I tell you what, they're going to be much more confident playing together. Oh, yeah. Um, anyone else? Uh, Alamotti? 
What a difference a year makes. Oh, mate. Fuck. He had a Barry Crocker last year. Yeah, I was going, He was all over knickers. the place last year. Yeah. Just, and, you know, he didn't do anything big. In the, he scored a try, but it was, you know, a pretty stock standard try. Didn't have to do too much. But it's just his physicality. He looked completely different to what he looked 12 months ago. So I, I, I think you can lock in those centres for... Round one. So I, I thought Avrilo was good too. I thought he was all right. And I was I, like, I looked at his body shape and I'm like, is he big enough for a centre, like today's centre? But he seemed to handle himself. Seemed okay. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, like Jared Croker, he, um, you know, I know he's a bit older now, but he had a whole career where he wasn't the biggest centre. And some think he's one of the most unlucky fucking outside backs ever to not play Origin at least once. Um People forget how good Croker was, and he's not the biggest bloke yeah. in the world. Avarillo's just got a bit of X factor to him. He can just—he just makes things work. So I, I'm happy to see him at centre. Well, even I'd go as far to say as like, okay, if they can't find that ball-playing lock straight away, the amount of times you can pull Avarillo in to be that 13 in set plays, like say, let's say you get a penalty, you kick the ball out, and you call it a Jakey set or whatever, you move everyone just moves out one. And so the centre gets replaced by the wide forward and Avrilo moves into that 13 role. And for the whole set, he's the one connecting everyone. Maybe that's an option. Like, and he can do that on the field because you know his ball playing is good. Yep, for sure. Um, whereas if you have a normal centre that isn't as good ball playing as Jakey is because he come through as a six, he probably couldn't do that. And it's just always good to have another guy that can cover every position in yeah. your back line. Yeah, it's true. Very true. Uh, anyone else stood out for you? Corey Waddell. I thought he went, got through his work really well. Um... Anyone else, boys? No, I thought Maxi King was good. As always, Hasn't he just solid. like... I swear there was a period, and I know we spoke about it you know, for a bit, where he went from the Titans to the Storm, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe this bloke's just going to peter out a little bit. But I think that going to the Bulldogs is the best thing he could have ever done for himself because he's part of their senior playing group now. I really liked him when he was at the Titans. He used to get through a heap of work. He went down to Melbourne. I thought, okay, he's going to explode down mm. there. He didn't, and I thought, okay, it's done. Mm. But then for him to go to Canberra, for him to be a captain of that club when Luke Thompson's his other front row forward within 12 months, that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And, he, and again, like, he wouldn't be a lock-in starter every week. Like, if you had him out of your 17, I don't think too many people would be blowing up, even though I would have him in my 17. Yeah. So, fair play to him. Um, yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, now, on to the Raiders. The biggest news coming out of it, Savage, out for six weeks or six ba- months? Back in round seven. Back in round seven. Uh, the last thing they needed, you know, you, you could tell as soon as he got hit when he was getting up that he was devastated. He, he knew his jaw was broken. Um, outside of that, look, I, what I did like about the Raiders, and this is a really good example. So they obviously lost, and they lost quite substantially. But the difference between their loss and a, a lot of other teams' losses is I still saw the Raiders' DNA in these reserve graders. Like, some of those mullets flying around, <laughs> fucking super aggressive, like... <laughs> Some of those four, like you got Mooney, super aggressive. Um, was it Clay Webb with the mad? Anyway, there was a bunch of boys, and like there were moments in the game where you're like, "That's Raiders DNA." And if you see that, you go, "The club's in a good space." Like even if the the perform, like the the result, you go, "At least the DNA is filtering throughout the whole team." Like they played like a Raiders side, whereas some of the other teams, you're like, they didn't play like any side. They just didn't look like they played together. So although they lost, I don't think it's worrying signs at all from I thought Schneider had some good moments um, yeah, I, I, I really don't think it's I think the biggest loss for them right now is the fact that they've lost Savage and I don't know who replaces him at fullback uh, speak to you Timmy first what do you reckon mate yeah look the answer is that there isn't a cut and dry answer the, the obvious one is probably to go 
Jordan Rapana to fullback and Harley Smith Shield uh, back in. You know, he's obviously came back from a lengthy injury layoff, mm. but straight back in on the wing. Are you surprised he didn't play on the weekend? Or is he just not ready? He did that injury very early on last season. So mm. I don't know if he... Like, it was about this time. I didn't round one, or was it pre-season? It's I didn't pre-season. He so should be ready, surely. I would have thought he would have been ready. But, you know, maybe he's been killing down there in pre-season and they wanted him starting in yeah. next week's trial. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe they wanted to give Jordi Rapana the week off next week because he did play in the All-Stars. It, I, sa- I, it says on Casualty Ward that he's back round one of yeah, the Yeah, I season. thought he would have been fine, mm, Harley. Okay. So the fullback issue, like... Do you want to be going into round one with Jordan Rapan as your fullback? Not at all. Mm. And the even bigger concern is that uh, Xavier Savage is so raw and there are so many uh, elements to his game that can be exposed by particularly clever opposition halves. He needs every game he can get under his belt. So now not only is he missing the second trial, but missing the early stage of the season. So cool, he comes back in round seven odd and, and if he comes back straight in at fullback... Oh, they were such key games for him early mm. on in the season. Oh, so, mate, I do a bit of digging now that you know they're going to have to look for another fullback. But if there's another young bloke coming through the club, there's no one that sort of has stood out to me that I'm aware of. Could Schneider play fullback? I know it's a bit nah, of a stretch. No. Nah, nah. Okay. Because um, he's a bit bigger. He's got the size. Yeah. Just not the pace, maybe? Yeah, I don't think he's got the pace. I, I don't think he's got creativity. Okay. Um, he was good in the halves. He had some really good moments on the weekend. Oh, Hopawadi maybe at fullback? Possibly Hopawadi. Um, Can we ask the bit, question? Yeah, we're going to have to ask the question, mate. Jackie Whiten. <gasps> I love it. I, <laughs> I fucking love it. love it. I love it. That's fucking mad. And then you bring Snyder in at six or Frawley. Probably. I guess Snyder was the pick of the halves in this trial, but Frawley did a really good job there last yeah. season. So I'd say Frawley in there with Jamal Fogarty. But Is Jackie too big now? No, I he get through fine. the case. He'd be fine. He's still super agile. I, I think he wouldn't have a drama. More just the the K's wise though, like yeah, the, yeah, you know, the extra three K's yeah. you run at fullback. But I, I just I, I'm concerned if Jordi Rapana goes to fullback, where our points come from. <laughs> Xavier Savage was while he had his uh, his areas in probably defence and positioning that were issues, he was an X factor. Mm. And because we don't probably have a lot of star power out wide, you know, you know, it's, we're such a forward heavy team, so we were relying on things like. Um, Savage's support play, his speed through the ruck. I don't know if we get... I love Jordan Rupana, but I think he's an out-and-out winger. Um, so, Jacko, to add that ball-playing dimension as a fullback, I like it. Oh, I like it too. Matty because has shown that he can get yeah. a team around the park. Well, he's um, won games without Jackie exactly. White. And you had yeah. Sam Williams and Foley in yeah. that halves. So, I like it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like that you lose Jack's defensive presence in the front line yeah. because he's unbelievable, but... I think the fact that they're... Mate, they're you've got enough mongrels to, to yeah, sort that. Yeah, and we're clearly short on fullbacks at the club, which is not great roster management, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's got to be an option for Ricky Stewart. If anything, your roster management is, is way too centre wing heavy. It, very much so. We've got a stack. Because you've got, like, for example, look at this back line. Schiller, he came in and played really well last year. Croker, Hopawadi, Elijah Anderson. All those boys could play first grade. Yeah. But you don't even have Tomoko's there. Um, you've got Rapana that can obviously that will be there. You know what I mean? Like Seb Chris, uh, Seb Chris, Harley so Smith Shields. Whereas you don't actually have many. You're right, fullbacks. fullbacks yeah. In their defence, I said I said this a few weeks ago. You went and signed the Sharks fullback from SG Ball last year, Chevy Stewart. 
I'm confident we'll be sitting here this episode next year after trials talking about him as a okay. gun. So they, oh, yeah, you mentioned him last week. I yeah, think. he yeah. he's a very talented kid. He's not ready right now, so yeah. it doesn't solve our problem now. But it's not like they're sitting there with their hands under their ass not doing anything. They, they have got a fullback there who's just probably a year away still, okay. I reckon. Look, I, honestly, I, I hate to say this, and sorry Raiders fans, but I think he's winning the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like... No savage, you win the spoon. Who is this bloke? <laughs> Where's this guy? Jeez, note to self, don't bloody give Reese Walsh a bad rap. <laughs> He's our fucking golden child. How no Reese Walsh sir. jokes in future. That face is worth millions of dollars and you just you just shit on him. It's like, just blindsided me as well. I didn't see it come. I've got nothing. Um, the, thing, the thing is, though, all that being said, Enrique, I agree with everything you just said. But the good thing about if there's one side that cannot rely on its outside backs, it's... Like, it's the Raiders. Yeah. And we haven't even mentioned Nick Cotrick. Yeah. And I think, like, even when you're at your peak a couple of years ago and Chance was playing fullback, like, he wasn't coming up with a thousand try assists. No, he was just, he was just a, a bunch goer. of work. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that they can manage this spot. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Like, for example, if Broncos lost Reese Walsh, I would be like, even even though our full pack is good, but it's it's probably not as good as Raiders' full pack at the moment. Um, maybe in a few years it will be, but with like Tarpanir, Papaliti, all those boys. So I think I think they'll manage. I really do. And I don't I don't mind the shout of Whiten at back. I really don't. Uh, and especially with Schneider playing as well as he did. Um, yeah. So with the Raiders, uh, anyone else that stood out for you boys that played well? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, no one else really jumped out to me, to be honest with you, mate. I, I, really not a game I'm taking much out of this for the Raiders. <coughs> They're up against such a, a quality opposition in regards to, like, well, they rolled out that it's almost like a score that it probably should be in regards to, all right, you look at the, the Bulldogs. They've got Kiraz, Braden Burns, Avarillo, Alamotti, Ockenbore. I mean, from so, so far all the way, except for Preston, First grade. And yeah. Preston is a gun. It was NRL versus New South Wales Cup, essentially. Pretty much. So, again, as I said, like the score, it, the, what I loved about the Raiders is you still saw that Raiders style of footy, that super aggressive, in your face, disrespectful, I don't give a fuck who you are. Um, and I like it. I love that. That's what Ricky Stewart was all about, in your fucking yeah. face. I, I think as well, Canberra, like as much as they, they didn't get close to winning this, like, they came out and got punched in the face. It was 16-0 yeah. after about 15 minutes. Like I sort of thought, fuck, this could get a little bit ugly here. Mm. Uh, but you know, they, they managed to hang in there. So, I mean, if you go after the 20-minute uh, mark, um, Canberra won the back end of that trial. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not not. I think solid signs for both teams. To be honest, like probably like more exciting with the doggies because of where they are. But Raiders, absolutely nothing. Worry about. We, what do we think about Jared Croker? Does he does he make? Do you reckon he plays again? I think right now it's going to be very tough to make that side I with the amount of outside backs they've got. Yeah, um, I even think if there's an injury, I'm not sure if he's. They have so many outside backs to the gun. Yeah, like we didn't even mention Kotrick before. 
mm. or Chotridge. That's how yeah, good they're back I on. I think, fuck, isn't it crazy with Jared Croker? You go from 18 months ago, is he going to be the highest point scorer of all time to... That's what happens at the end of a career, doesn't it? Yeah. Unless oh, you're like an, an all-time like great, it mm. just, you know, age does to everyone, doesn't it? Yeah. It peters off quickly. And granted, injuries did it to Croak. Yeah. Um, I suppose the thing is, yeah, yeah, there's depth in the back line, but he's still extremely reliable at centre. If Rapana does go to fullback, Harley Smith in on the wing, he could only be one injury away before Savage comes back, but again, it'll all come down to how he performs in New South Wales Cup early on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.